welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. so blessed to be here with you. I feel so blessed that technology has created this medium to which we can connect beyond the time and space reality to where whatever it is that wants to come through can come through and travel directly to you. I feel so blessed to know that ultimately I am just a vessel through which energy and spirit flows through. And I feel deep gratitude for the opportunity to have the power of the word flow through me. And I trust that all of those who find this podcast in whatever which way you do, whenever you do, however you do, it's all a divine alignment. And the messages that you receive, some may resonate more than others, but I trust that when you receive them, it is exactly what's meant to happen. And I also feel very blessed to be here in Mama Bali, where I am drinking some tea out of my new tea set. Um, Tea is such a meditative and sacred practice for me, and it has been a very grounding practice for me over the past almost two years. I feel blessed to be drinking some amazing tea, which I got when I was in Singapore. And right now I'm just coming out of a ceremony. I have the altar in front of me, some flowers and candles. And I share these pieces and these elements with you because I truly do believe and being an embodiment of the divine. And what that means is that there are certain practices and ways that we show up in our daily life that is the embodiment. The practices are the embodiment. So so many people in spiritual whatever path, whether it's yoga or meditation or doesn't matter really um tantra even you know and there's many spiritual paths so many people can can you know do their practices 
And yet when it comes to actually living the practice, being the embodiment of that which they desire, I can feel and sense that it's not always fully in alignment. That there are pieces that are missing. It's one thing to go to the meditation cushion and then another to not live your practice off of the cushion or the mat or whatever physical, you know, practice that you have that brings you to center. So I share this with you um, as just an opportunity for you to get to know me a little bit better and how I show up. Um, creating time and space for myself is something very, very important because I find that when I do create the sacred time and space to drop in, this is when the pieces of clarity come through. Most of you know that I a clarity coach or evolutionary coach helping people find deeper alignment with their soul's purpose in their relationships and all other aspects of their lives. So in this episode, I want to bring it to the topic, which is how the practice of tantric temples have the opportunity to completely, I believe, catalyze and change the frequency to which we're able to move through our humanness. And what I mean by that is we are all divine and ultimately there's this higher self, this higher frequency, which is beyond even the physical embodiment. And we, our humanness sometimes can get messy and it can get in between us and us living ourselves, you know, living in our highest alignment. Let's say like you, our humanness are the messy bits of ourselves, the, the ego, the scarcity, the fear, the, the, the story of separation, the judgment, the, um, you know, the third dimensional, the resistance, resistance is here. And it is a three-dimensional experience. And if it, there wasn't resistance, resistance on this human, you know, on this three-dimensional world, there would be no form. And so resistance is a part of our humanness. And yet also, it doesn't necessarily need to be so challenging. It doesn't always need to be a struggle. And this is something that um, I believe, one of the reasons why Tantra has found me and specifically in the name of tantric temples tantric temples for those of you who don't know are sacred spaces that are created using the embodiment of this physical vessel our humanness our human form to connect through our erotic body our animal body with one another using practices of eros practices that sorry that in invite you to invoke and ignite your eros which is your erotic energy and your sexual energy for those of you who don't know my background I've been practicing yoga for the past 13 years um, meditation for the past 11 years 
and I've dabbled in all different types of practices from shamanism to Buddhism to Hinduism to uh, Taoism to, you know, you name it. I've just really dedicated my life truly to deepening my understanding of what it means to be human in, in, in this form and on this life. And so Tantra has been such a powerful journey for me because so much of this spiritual world, it's all about ascension. It's about, you know, enlightenment. It's about ascending. It's about all of these pieces of ourselves and our experience that ask us to go out of our body and into the cosmos and into the higher realms. And, you know, I always kind of struggled with this piece of spirituality. Um, my whole philosophy was, well, if I'm pure consciousness, and that is my truest form, is consciousness, then I would, it would feel like chances are I consciously chose to come here. I consciously chose to embody this form. And I never really got why I would try to leave it, right? Why would I just try to sit in meditation and, and, you know, the yogic path specifically is about transcending the body. The Buddhist path, a lot of these spiritual paths are about not really embodying, getting out of, out of the mind and into the void. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful. And there was always a piece of me that was like, hmm, I, I don't understand because I... I want to be in this physical body and yet we have so much resistance to this body the way it looks like the way it feels both inside and out and um and I and I too struggle with that and I'm in the process of reconnecting to this this divine body and honoring its sacredness for what it is and how it is and all forms and shapes and sizes and so why I really want to share this message about tantric temples is because for the last year it's been very evident in me how repressed we are in our sexuality across the globe how shamed we are from truly embodying our physical nature beyond just being humans we are animals And there is a force that guides us and drives us beyond ourselves, beyond our minds, beyond our human consciousness. And there is an animalistic component as well as a consciousness component. And I feel that so often we are shamed from our pleasure, whether it be giving ourselves pleasure through food, through spending money on ourselves, through self-pleasure, masturbation. And I believe that there is, of course, a balance in everything. And yet, there is so much shame around really allowing ourselves to receive pleasure. There are so many stories around it as well. Stories around what's right and what's wrong what's good and what's bad and all the time we're following these stories of right and wrong and good and bad and so often what we're really doing if we look past the layers of what someone somewhere 
told us was okay. Oftentimes, we're choosing to accept a story which comes from the mind rather than dive into the experience which comes from the body. And so tantric temples are an incredible way to just completely bust open all of your shit. Your stories of separateness, your stories, your triggers, your wounds around your separateness, your humanness, your sexuality. And we've hosted a few, I've hosted a few podcasts with a couple of the, the guests who have come to our sacred tantric temples, erotic prayer that Sprout and I host. We host them in Holland and here I am in Bali with my partner and we are also hosting them here. And last night was such a beautiful opportunity that I'd love to share with you of how, you know, my own, my life is a a living tantric temple in many ways. A living temple, not always tantric. Although it is tantric also just to be, you know, descriptive. Tantric is not necessarily sexual practices. Tantric is a way of living. It's a way of truly allowing yourself to feel and embrace the sensations of life. It could be from sipping your tea, like I am here, being present with it, drinking it slowly, tasting it. Um, It could be with your food. It could be, of course, in sex. In my opinion, that's how you have the best sex, uh, which... I also, you know, host workshops and embodiment practices and do private coaching along with my partner Sprout to help both men and women embody their sexuality and have more pleasurable experiences both in the bedroom and beyond. So these tantric temples are essentially containers that are held by people who are embodying their eros, their erotic and their animal nature in a space that is safe and sacred, meaning that it attracts a specific vibrational frequency of humans. Some are more further along their path than others. Um, All humans who are ready to embrace their shadows, their shame, their shit. And the difference between an orgy and a play party And a temple is oftentimes like an orgy is just a bunch of people hooking up, making love, you know, having sex, whatever. A play party is a space where there's a container, but oftentimes it's loosely held, um, meaning that, you know, there's somebody who's hosting it, but they're really particularly interested in hosting it because they want to play. Um, And that's their main intention is to create a space where people can just play and explore sexuality And a tantric temple is really a container that's held um, with a high level of really honoring the divine within every single soul here. And more importantly, also doing the work to sit in group spaces and allow this shit to come up. Because when you start embodying and bracing into and calling in sexuality, and especially, you know, trying to really look at all the stories that we've been sold around our pleasure around this is okay this is not okay this is bad this is right this is wrong you shouldn't do that this is you know whatever it is whether it's men connecting with men or women connecting with women or orgies or whatever 
you're coming up against a lot of shadows of humanity. Not only your own shit and your own shame, but shadows of humanity. And so oftentimes the play party, you come, you enjoy, and then you leave. Um, and then there's no processing. Tantric temples, we really open up, especially in my tantric temples. And also, I can also recommend pujas uh, beyond tantric temples. And there's a couple others, but it's really about holding all of us. Holding all of us in our humanness, our rawness, our messiness, our expansions, and our contractions. We open up a portal, channeling and connecting to the divine within ourselves, within the earth, within the elements, within the god, goddess, within all things. And when you do that, fucking magic happens. And for anyone who studies the archetypes of the gods or the goddesses, you know that they're not these, you know, amazing beings who shit doesn't happen to them like gods and goddesses are messy they also have egos as well and it plays out in different ways so last night um i had a really really powerful transformative experience in um my personal life and i'd love to just share a little bit of vulnerability i'm here in bali and i've been called to bali for the last four years i have resisted coming for multiple reasons it didn't feel aligned it didn't feel right I knew I'd make it here eventually and my biggest piece of vulnerability is that I was scared I had a story that I was not enough that there are other players in this world in the world of Bali who are more attractive more embodied louder uh, more advanced more beautiful whatever it is you know Um, have their shit together more than me and I also had this stereotype of I'm so Bali, right? And a lot of that was also just jealousy. It's this like fear of not enough and also jealousy that these people are living amazing lives and I'm like, what the heck? Why am I not living that kind of life? Even though, you know, that's a choice that I have and I was just in different ways. Bali is naturally beautiful. It's a beautiful country and it's really easy to embody the beauty in all things here. So there was a key, there was specifically a key person who's really loud and also very beautiful um, and, you know, very heavily involved in the tantric world who I was intimidated by. And yesterday I was invited to a photo shoot and a video experience with this person and a couple other people in this world and I had all of these judgments and insecurities coming up for me which oftentimes I'm speaking into this because when we're about to embrace tantric temples there's a lot of our judgments that comes up like once you say yes to this path of opening up your sexuality your animal de-shamifying your sex your humanness a lot of shit comes up and when you say yes to a temple experience there can be all kinds of contractions and stories oh my god am i going to be accepted am i going to be liked is it going to be fun is it going to scare me is it going to you know there's all of this stuff that comes up and it sure came up for me I had all of these stories about what it was going to be like and what I was afraid of and how these people were going to be, you know, more beautiful than me, more embodied than me. Again, all these stories. And my nature, I'm looking more and more at my shadows in the last, really focusing on it in the last six months. Um, and my nature is to say, fuck it, I don't feel safe. Create a story of not feeling safe. I don't feel safe. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel embodied. So... Um, I'm going to just go home. 
And anyways, a number of things happened. There was all this fear inside me. I had resistance. My partner was like, you really need to come. It's going to be amazing. Please come. I want you there. You know, I, I realize that you're feeling stuck, but it's, it's an illusion, you know. And I'm like, yeah, but like nobody actually really invited me. These people don't know me. Why would they want me there? Like all of this stuff was playing up. And this is where you really know that you're working on pieces of yourself when the shit is coming up question is can you hold yourself in it and if not can you have someone who does whether it's a coach a mentor a guide a partner whoever so long story short um one of my one of my triggers is getting lost and not knowing where I'm going and driving it's like super trigger for me and I got sent the wrong address it took me 35 minutes in the wrong direction I had to relocate it took me 20 minutes to get back to where the actual space was then I went to a, a wrong space again somehow the map led me like down the wrong street and finally when I get to this place not only did I have all these insecurities coming up already <laughs> around this experience now I'm like on the verge of crying and I don't want to be that partnership who's like you know they're holding an energetic frequency of like they're processing some shit you know I don't want to meet all these people when I'm in the middle of a process I don't want to go in there when I'm on the verge of crying I don't want I just I'm like I want to go home this is I'm, I'm over it like I don't want to even come I just you guys have fun and like you know my, my inner child is coming out and um, I sat with it and my, my partner was like, look, I really am going to ask you to step into your higher self. And I'm going to ask you to at least come and just sit. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll come. But like, I don't know if I'm going to take any pictures. So I get there and you know, it's a beautiful place. And anyways, we start our, our, we start taking photos and we're taking, you know, all of these different experiences, videos, and, and we're embodying our sexuality, which is also a very big edge for me, coming out more and more around talking about sexuality, embodying sexuality, getting footage and, um, you know, pictures in these sexual um, ways. I know that there are a lot of judgment and there's a lot of shame that the majority of the collective consciousness is holding. And so there's going to be a lot of projections on me. This is also something that I am working through and yet I receive a lot of feedback from you that listen to the podcast and other people in my community saying how much it's really helping them. So thank you for those of you who ever reach out to me because it does help support me. So long story short, um, we ended up in some beautiful group experiences I was with my partner and um, this beautiful other man and his two partners, his main partner and their lover. And it was like, you know, I had all of this fear around these other women being more prettier than me, more embodied than me, more fit than me, especially because I'm going through some challenges in my own body right now. And the moment that I was able to fully, first of all, we got some amazing footage. We got some amazing shots. It's passion and love and fire and, you know, all the things that people really truly want in their relationships and um, often dies out, right? And they don't know why. Um, and then, you know, it came to this, we were having some cuddle shots on the bed and then um, the women, it was just the two women and me. Uh, and we were cuddling and this was when I finally dropped in and felt really safe and it's so interesting how we have these stories both men against men and women against women around competition and scarcity and it's like to be honest it, it's so silly because we're all divine and we can learn to drop the veils of 
you have bigger boobs than me or your belly is more fit than mine or you have a better skin tone or you know whatever you're head or farther ahead on the path than me or whatever your boyfriend is sexier than mine you have a bigger dick than me whatever it is it's like we can realize that we're all really just the same and we all desire love and connection intimacy and pleasure and so what was so beautiful is when us three were like cuddling I finally felt really safe And in that moment of us, the sisters connecting, it opened up this portal for the brothers to come in and we created a group dynamic and experience where I never would have, I mean, it's not that I never would have thought it would have happened because I mean, I live in this tantric world and these experiences happen often, but I didn't necessarily know that um, this would, there would be so much expansion when I was feeling so much contraction before I went into it. And in all of these containers, other people, people are gonna get triggered. So uh, another sister felt really triggered. Um, she had this story playing out uh, kind of, 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 of not feeling fully safe, um, not in the sexual experience, but just in general. There was a lot moving. There's people with big energies directing and shooting and things that were she thought that was going to happen that weren't and then somebody else is getting caught up in that drama with that person trying to support them and then they have their own insecurities and triggers playing out, out around not feeling in their power and not feeling connected and then that's playing out and then there's emotions and then there's tears and all of this is happening all at one time you know and all at various times throughout this evening and lots of processing lots of beauty lots of pleasure lots of orgasms lots of fucking wow just ecstatic bliss amazing like whoa feeling safe feeling comfortable feeling ashamed feeling you know all of these things and it's all happening all in you know amount of hours and ultimately for me I can say that I had um, a lot of expansion after I was having a lot of contraction and what's so beautiful about a tantric temple is all of you is welcome so we sit and we hold each other in our expansions in our contractions we allow you to share your stories we help you drop out of your stories out of victimhood into your embodied most highest source of self and can you see your shadows and the reason why I felt so called to share this experience with you all is because I want to invite more people who are curious about these experiences into this world. Um, I want to share, you know, I want to just be honest and open and raw about some of the experiences that I have that are fucking incredible and unbelievable and amazing and magical. And also some people are, are going to listen to this podcast and be like, that's crazy. I would never want to be in something like that. And that's okay too. Some people may judge and that's okay too. You know, ultimately, any judgment is just a judgment against ourselves. Um, you know, and I know I know that because whenever I judge someone else for being prettier or, you know, more egoic or whatever, I'm just comparing their energetic frequency with my own. And so we are going to be hosting some of these tantric temples, more of these tantric temples here in Bali. Uh, our first one here is going to be in December. Um, actually, there might be one in November but there's definitely going to be one in December. And I wanted to just share with you a little bit more about what living Tantra really is, what's possible. And I know I'm not giving a ton of details because what happens in the container stays in the container. And all of you is welcome. All of you in all different ways, shapes, sizes, colors, flavors, 
everything, your sadness, your joy, your anger, your frustration, and we hold you in that, creating a container where we can actually, as a human species, begin to move beyond our humanness into our ultimate expansion. And so if you are interested in erotic prayer, um, I invite you to connect with me through my website, amandabickham.com. And we can send you the details on our next erotic prayer. If you're interested in any sort of tantric embodiment, tantric practices, my partner Sprout works with men, helping him men become multi-orgasmic and more connected to their bodies, giving themselves and their lovers more pleasure, which I cannot recommend enough. I keep So women, if you're listening to this, please send your men to me or to him directly, and I can 100%, I meet a lot of people and a lot of men, and I, I really wish that all men had these, these tools, these tips of becoming more multi-orgasmic, Um, I work more with women, but I do work with men as well. I love my male clients, helping them drop deeper into vulnerability, getting more clarity. Um, I have a group women's experience, which is all about helping women dissolve the layers of separation from scarcity and competition to abundance and deep sisterhood and vulnerability. So we teach tantric embodiment practices, presence, both workshops here in Bali and through our online mentoring. And we have some really cool things in the works where we're planning the opportunity for men to go into a group and women to go in a group. This will be a virtual group, teaching them practices of helping them own and understand their own selves, their relationship to themselves and their sexuality. And then bringing these men and women together through an online platform and helping them actually see and understand one another more deeply through vulnerability so if this is something any of this is something that you're interested in please feel free to reach out to us i would love to hear from you i would love to invite you into some of these experiences and i'm going to continue to share more and more as i yeah continue on this path and i'm super grateful for all of you who share and who rate and review the podcast it really means a lot to me this is just a labor of love and yeah, it feels great to, to know that when I hear that people are having such great feedback and experiences, it really means a lot to receive that. So I thank you and I hope that there were some pieces that maybe touched you or expanded you in some way. And I look forward to speaking with you next time on the show. Thank you so much. Ciao. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.